and we're back with more Sunday Sports Central. Welcome back into Sunday Sports Central, live here from 88.1 The Berg, Peyton Barons. And now it is just the three of us, Austin Lane and Will Ortner, as Jordan Riley Payne and Miles King had to split. Thank you to them for all their con- contribution to this show, uh, our you know senior NBA and NFL guys right there. And gentlemen, let's talk some baseball and let's give a quick score update with the Mariners leading the Cleveland Indians 3-0 in the top of the second this Mariners team, we knew from the start that the offense should have the firepower there to be able to compete with the best teams in the league. And right now they've been showing it as they've been hitting, uh, looking at D. Gore and Gene Segura, Ryan Healy, they got the RBIs, uh, the runs being scored from D. Gordon on the Gene Segura hit, Ryan Healy scores on the D. Gordon hit, and it was Mitch Hanniger who was on base to score. And Mitch Hanniger, guys, I oh my goodness, Gosh. this guy could win MVP. In his career, Mitch Haniger could win an MVP. This guy, with the home runs he's putting out, eight home runs, I think 25 RBIs or something like that this season. This guy's a pure hitter. Like, it's ridiculous. Every time I see this guy get up, it reminds me of Edgar Martinez. Now, I wasn't alive, really, for for that much long to see Edgar Martinez play, but I know how much of an impact he had on a team. I feel like in any spot, in any game, if we were down by one run in the bottom of the ninth and there's a guy on third base... I do not want anyone else but Mitch Haniger up on the team. Sure, you have guys like Segura, Cano, even D. Gordon that are clutching up right now and getting those RBIs in those spots, but Mitch Haniger is my go-to guy. I mean, this guy is looking like a number one fantasy draft draft pick n- next year even, and he's looking like all the other all-stars in the MLB. Uh, me and my dad were talking about this at the beginning of the season. If Haniger stays healthy, he is a for-sure all-star, and I like that you're talking about he could win MVP. He is not as much of a known name as guys like Mike Trout, Manny Machado, but he is putting up stats that are equivalent to them. And, dude, I completely agree with you. Mitch Haniger is a guy we were talking about all last year. Uh, He got hurt a little bit, came back this year. If he stays healthy, this guy is going to tear through MLB pitchers. Text in at 509-963-2311. Let me know what you think about the currently 15-11 and 11 Seattle Mariners, they got some big series coming up uh, with the Angels coming to town next weekend, and that could be a big one. Albert Pujols is on the verge of 3,000 hits. He's five away right now with five games between now and that series. Shoei Itani, uh, although he just went day-to-day on the injury list, we might see him pitch, but we should see him hit come uh, when he comes to Seattle. The Seattle Mariners, though, right now, they're finishing up a tough road trip where they were in Texas, in Chicago. Now they're in Cleveland. Right now they're looking to take three of four against Cleveland and starting out hot early. is Now it's five to zero. The runs wow. just keep coming around for the Seattle Mariners, and it's looking good right now for the Mariners to take three of four against the Cleveland Indians, one of the best teams in baseball. I think the Mariners are a serious team this year. I think they will be in contention for that wild card spot come the end of the year. And it's kind of it's kind of sad to say that because we are in uh you could possibly say the hardest division in baseball this year with the Angels looking like they are going to be a good team. Astros obviously we know they're going to be a good team. Throw Seattle into that mix and you have one of the best if not the best division in MLB and I think the Mariners can stay around that wild card uh, spot and don't be surprised if at the end of the year the two wild card spots are the Los Angeles Angels and the Seattle Mariners. Yeah when I look at the Mariners right now I'm really excited about where they're at because 
when you started the season off, remember the Mariners were like dead smack in the middle. Should they start, try to rebuild? Are they too old to win a title or are they young enough to go up and win a title or they need a little more experience? So right now I'm happy with what they're doing. I'm happy with the way Felix is pitching. He's learning that he's not a strikeout pitcher anymore. He's gotten old. He's going more towards a ground ball pitcher. And I like the bullpen, especially with Edwin Diaz going out there. To my knowledge, he has 11, 12 saves right now, leading the league. Mm-hmm. That's solid. That's exactly what they need. And then the bats are coming alive. I really love Hanniger. And I love the D Gordon trade now more than ever. He was a great pickup for Seattle. Uh, DePoto did a great job going out and getting that guy. This Mariners team is very similar to the playoff Mariners teams we saw in the late 90s and early 2000s. We do not have great starting pitching, but with such a good lineup that we have right now, we have five guys that are hitting near 300. When was the last time you saw that on the Seattle Mariners team? With that good, with such a good lineup, you don't need your starters to go out every day and pitch a gem. You know, we've seen games that have been high scoring for both teams, and we still clutch out the win. Sure, most of our wins have come on one or two run games, um, but yesterday we saw us beat the Cleveland Indians 12 to four, and it was kind of a stepping stone in the beginning of this early season. Uh, it proved to a lot of fans that we can go out there and blow a team out. I'm sure many fans were thinking to themselves. Well, we're still an average team, and even when we get wins, they're barely wins. I'm not convinced yet. Yesterday, we went out, blew out the Cleveland Indians. Today, we're starting off hot five runs in one inning, top of the second right now. And the Mariners are just an exciting team. I I don't know how you guys feel about this, but the Mariners are in serious contention to go to the wild card, break the playoff curse, and I honestly see them doing it right now. I don't want to jump to any early conclusions. We'll probably pick up some bad luck injuries later on in the season, but... With the starting pitching as, I can't say bad as it is, but you know not as talented as the hitting side of the ball on our team, it doesn't really make a difference right now. Our starting pitchers are still doing all right, and it's good enough to keep us above 500. Here's where I'm at with Seattle. Right now, we've lost one series on the season. We've split, I think, two. The one that we lost is to Houston. We picked up the first game. We lost three straight. You go to Texas, you win two, you lose one. You go to Chicago, you lose the first one, you win two. You come to Cleveland... You win the first, drop the second, and you win the third. You put yourself in great position today, now up 5-0, to take three of four from the Cleveland Indians. You have Marco Gonzalez on the mound, who has a great cutter that, you know, it, it comes out of his hand, breaks at the last second. I think Marco Gonzalez, the way that he has transitioned from last season, this season's good. Uh, the rotation, it's not as bad as people make it sound. Yeah. Felix Hernandez is a ground ball pitcher now. He's not going to go out. He's not going to get anything more than five strikeouts a game this season. That's going to be his, you know, his max is going to be about five. He's more efficient, though, this season because he's working his changeup, trying to hit on the edge of the plate, trying to get guys to ground one over to Cano, trying to get them to ground over Segura, who I'm not sold on Segura's defensive ability at all right now, where when we got him, I thought he was going to be a better defender. Not a great defender right now. He's a really good hitter. Aside from that, defensively, D Gordon, I, I love D Gordon's bat. D Gordon's made three very bad reads on baseballs in the last week on this road trip. Up until then, he was perfect in the outfield. So now I'm starting to question D Gordon. I don't know if this is a playoff team right now. I think we're in a hot stretch. I think the Mariners could go very cold here. The Mariners could pick up an injury, force Ariel Miranda to come up from Tacoma, who I'd rather have in the rotation than Erasmo Ramirez because yeah. Erasmo is atrocious. And the Mariners also just traded for Ronis Elias, who I think we could see Ronis Elias in a bullpen role. He just came back from the Red Sox. He only pitched like four games in two and a half years in Boston. And he spent his entire time over there in the AAA system. He comes back. I think Ronald Salias can make a big name 
in the bullpen. Now for the Mariners coming up, you got three games against Oakland, three games at home against the Angels. That's you know six straight home games. I like that. The Mariners are coming home hot. We can see. I want to assess where they are next week after this series against Oakland. Hope to get a few more wins there. You get Felix on Tuesday. You get Paxton Wednesday, and then a Rosmo on Thursday. Uh, on Thursday, maybe you just drop the Thursday game. Maybe we just don't play it. It's Rosmo. Why play it? Get smacked anyways. But I do love the offense of this team. Five runs in the first inning. This offense is so deadly when D. Gordon gets on immediately. Because D. Gordon getting on means he can steal second. You got a runner in scoring position by the time Cano gets up, which is how the fourth and fifth run was scored was a Cano bomb. So I love the offense. Touching back on the starting pitching, I think this team can has potential to be super like amazing coming down to the later of the season. You know, if you can have your one two pitchers go out there and give up an average of one two maybe three runs a game uh, every start, and then you got your three four guys come in and give up two to four in that kind of range, and then maybe our fifth guy Erasmo or Ariel Miranda can go out and give us a three a three run performance every time and we average four runs a game, which is pretty much what we're doing right now. I think we're averaging almost five right now. Uh, if we can keep that up, it won't make a difference. You know, Jerry DePoto was kind of slammed in the offseason for not picking up pitching. And everyone was like, you know, well, we got We went out and get got D Gordon. Um, sure. We got another piece for the starting lineup, but where's the pitching? Where's the pitching? That's all I heard fans saying in the offseason. But now look how big of a difference. I love that you touched on that. Jerry DePoto has done a great job at figuring out how to make this lineup work with D Gordon, D Gordon, excuse me, leading off. And just like you said, if he gets on, he steals a base. Segura usually hits him in. And then right after that, you have Cano, Cruz, Seager. And then that's been the middle three for us for the last four or five years. And it's really worked well. And now we're starting to see even the bottom of the lineup being better than the last couple of years with Haniger. Zanino could step into a big role this year, and if he plays good, I said this last year, if he played good, that we would be a good team, and if he plays good this year, we will be a good team. And then the 8-9 and nine spot is kind of iffy right now, but we can figure that out later in the season. Uh, I'd love to see guys like Ben Gamble and Guillermo Heredia get into those 8-9 and nine spots in the lineup. I think that'll really help. And then, like we've said, the bullpen's doing good so far. Edwin Diaz is amazing at the uh, closer role. He's looking like Mariano Rivera out there right now at the beginning of the season. But all in all, that's just my overall assessment of this team. I think we are a B-minus team right now with potential to be an A-minus come by the end of the season. I think if the Mariners are able to make it into the postseason, DePoto will be hailed as a genius. Because he went out there and he made a lot of moves in the offseason that a lot of people are like, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you go out and get pitching? Cool, you got D Gordon. Why wouldn't you try harder to get Shohei Otani? That's the only move, mistake he made is not go getting Otani. Everyone else he's went out and got has performed well, and he trusted in his pitching, and he trusted in his pitching uh, staff, in his bullpen coaches, in his manager to coach his players up. Because right now, a lot of those pitchers are pitching a lot better than they have in the past. So. I think DePoto went out and did well. I really hope no one gets hurt for the Mariners because I think that's going to be the way to knock this train off the tracks. But if it gets going, it might be playoff time in Seattle, and I hope to make it out to a few games. Look, I like that you say that DePoto will be hailed as a genius if we make the playoffs. Here's my thing with DePoto, though. We miss playoffs. I want accountability. I'm tired of being a Mariners fan who settles for mediocrity because it's a joke. The, The Ichiro thing... Absolutely a joke. Yeah. The fact that we sent Guillermo Heredia a triple A and didn't cut Ichiro and Ben Gamble came back. We have now two left-handed left fielders. For what reason? If we don't make the playoffs, 
DePoto should be gone. If we are 500 in the second half of the season and we are out of the playoff picture, I want service gone. I want service gone before DePoto. I want DePoto gone at the end of the season if we don't make playoffs. I want accountability. This is it's bull crap that the Mariners have to keep missing out on the playoffs. Yeah, he put together a good offensive roster here, but there needs to be accountability on the pitching end. He left he left pitching just how it was, and he did spend the entire offseason trying to get a Tawny, and you know he did everything that he could, honestly. He sent away so many players to get international money for that deal, and in the end, Tawny just chose to be closer to Disneyland, I guess, one of the churros or something. <laughs> he likes but, the rides. Yeah, I, I think he wanted to go on the Dumbo ride or something or go and, you know, pick up a Mickey Mouse-shaped ice cream cone. But, but that I don't know. DePoto needs to be held accountable for us missing the playoffs. We need to bring in someone new. We need to keep rotating until we find right. Keep going on this. Guys are getting older and bringing in no younger pitchers. I don't think that's what's going to put the Mariners into the playoffs. I agree with you on the point that if we do miss the playoffs this year, it is extremely bad for the franchise as a whole. The fans will be mad. The players will be mad. I mean, imagine Felix Hernandez if we don't make the playoffs this year. He will be pissed off again, just like everyone else on the team probably. But uh, I'll have to disagree with you on getting rid of DePoto and Service at the end of this year if we don't make the playoffs. I would give them one more year. I know these guys like Cruz and Cano are coming down the wire to the end of their uh, career here in Seattle, but we're still getting the productivity out of them. Sure, if we miss the playoffs this year, that's a big deal, and like I just said, everyone's going to be mad again, but I would give them one more season after that. I know that people need to be held accountable, but you can't have them on that short of a leash. They're doing everything they can. If they can't get in the playoffs this year, I can see them going all out to make the playoffs the year after, and I think they will go all out to make the playoffs this year, but you know the Mariners. It's just a bad streak of luck. A couple years ago, we missed it by one game. Uh, two years ago, I think we missed it by one or two games. So this, it's this kind of thing where every other year we're bad and every other year we're good. This year is the year we're supposed to be good again. So at the beginning of the season, people were saying, if we don't make the playoffs this year, it's going to be really, really bad. But, I mean, I don't put it all on this season. I don't ride everything on this season. I think there's still hope for this team even next year. But with that being said, I would be absolutely livid if they did not make the playoffs this year. I think the fact that they went 78 and 84 last season was their short leash. Now it now it's hot seat time. It's time for them to say, hey, because Service's first season in Seattle, he won 86 games. That's big. The only reason that they don't, they don't win the division is because the Astros won like 97 that year. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, there's nothing you can do about the Astros super team and how well they've drafted and all their young guys. But it's go time. Get to the wild card at least. Play the wild card game. Give us something. But it, the MLB has expanded. It used to be only three teams would get into the playoffs, and you know th- there was one wild card. Yeah. Now there's two wild cards. You got a bigger chance. They're trying to help you get in, and you're not taking it. It's brutal. It's brutal to be in Seattle. The Ichiro thing, I think, is something that the Mariner, Mariner fans can hold a grudge for for the rest of their life. Because that is, as long as Depoto is in the office, that's a PR move solely a PR move compared to anything else that does not help the team win and he needs to he needs to feel that he needs to feel the pressure he needs to be on the hot seat I don't have a real issue with him not being on the hot seat necessarily right now uh with DePoto especially because like when I look at the Mariners I see them giving managers and GMs three years you're gone every time there's like a chance oh yeah we had a good year then the next year they stink gone I would like to see them give DePoto, give Cerveus, 
three, four, five years. Give him a long leash. Give him a chance. Build some stability in your franchise. Let him go out and try and do what they can. Yeah, the Ichiro move was a PR move, but if you look at it in the long run, that's a smart move PR-wise because it means to the fans, it means to international players in Japan other than for Shohei Otani, look at what we're willing to do for you. You want to come over here and you want to play great ball? We will show our support for you. We will show you that we love you. I am biased. Ichiro's my favorite player ever. I still I pretended to bat like him when I was playing T-ball. So that's why I like the move. I do wish, yes, they would have brought up Heredia, sent Ichiro down, or done something different winning-wise. As a fan, though, I like it because I like to see my favorite player. The two sides of the argument for the Ichiro thing is that we're going to bring up Heredia when we go back and go against these right-handers in a couple weeks. But, Will, I just I hate to disagree with you, but I have to in this situation. Ichiro was strictly a PR move, and that's not what the team needs to be focused on right now. We need to focus on winning games because what have we seen in two of the last four years? Make, uh, being short of the playoffs by a couple games. Take a couple more wins in April, May, June, and add that to your end-of-the-season tally, and you're in the playoffs. And so I think when we kept Ichiro, it was a big shock to uh, many fans. I wasn't too mad about it, but just looking on the season as a whole, it would have probably been smarter to keep up Heredia because Heredia had proven by this point in the season that he is a better player than Ichiro by far, I would say, and he will help us win more games. He had, uh, I think Ichiro had a negative war uh, when we decided to keep him instead of Heredia. Um, so I, I disagree with their move there. I think the Mariners need to focus on winning the games and Heredia would have done a much better job at that. And Heredia brings in, you know, he's a right-handed left fielder. You already have Ben Gamble as your left-handed left fielder to face against right-handed pitchers. You got to go with the situational stuff. When Heredia got sent down, he was hitting 316 against righties and he was hitting 290 against lefties. That guy's a better hitter than Ichiro is right now. I'm sorry. I, I understand that he is one of the best hitters of all time, but he's hitting like a buck 85 right now. That's not what I want to see. And if he is not cut by the end of this homestand, I, I think you give him one more game in the Mariners jersey in front of the fans if you're going to make this PR move, and you cut him on, on Wednesday. I want to see Guillermo Heredia suited up in a Mariners jersey on Wednesday against the Oakland A's. And, guys, that's just about it. We've wrapped up. We've used all of our time here. Make sure that you guys go out. You buy your tickets for CWU Night at Safeco Field May 18th. We will be there. We'll be doing a live show from the 300 level up where all the CWU Night activities are going on. So for Austin Lane, Will Ortner, for Drone and Riley Payne, Miles King, you've been listening to a Sunday Sports Central here in Ellensburg. It's a beautiful Sunday out there. Go enjoy it. Go watch the Mariners. Go watch a Game 7. Go play some golf. We'll see you next week, Ellensburg. Enjoy the rest of your day.